Hello, hello, hello. You just tuned in to Self-Reflections Podcast with Donna. I want you to get cozy, find your favorite spot to relax, grab your journal, and your favorite beverage. It's time for self-reflections. Here we look at ways to reflect on our past that will encourage our present and project joy and happiness into our future. I am so excited um, to be here with you again at the close of 2020. Wow, this has been a year. It, I mean, it's been, it's been a year. And so as we close out this year, I've had so much time to just reflect on all of 2020 and beyond and looking ahead towards the future in 2021 and how I would like, you know, to change the narrative. And I've been thinking about what is the narrative of my life, you know? And what is a narrative and how do we change it? So today's title is going to be formed around that thought, changing the narrative. What is changing the narrative? A narrative reflects a shared experience, right? But it's really an interpretation of how we view the world, how the world works around us, who holds power, and how to use power, um, how we use it to support our, our vision, how do we use it to create. We can have successful narratives. Um, we can have also narratives that shift and that are not so successful depending upon uh, how dominant the narrative is in our mind, right? There's always ways to change how we view and see the world and, and see ourselves in the world. So when I think about changing my narrative, I realize that a narrative is just a story, a story that I tell myself. And it's the story of my life. Our personal narrative plays a a major role in how we approach all situations. So when I think about my personal narrative, I think about who I am, who I want to be, you know, um, Our personal narratives not only affect ourselves, but they also affect other people around us and how we connect to to others. Our stories sometimes contain countless pieces of information. Um, Like, for example, in my family, my grandfather came from Jamaica. And then once he came to the United States, my father followed suit after and he joined the military. He was in the Vietnam War and he had, you know, different experiences that changed him and changed his narrative. And then he met my mother and then they had a different experience. And that changed, just the narrative kept changing. The story of my life was changing and I, and I hadn't even been created yet, you know, um, Our stories contain countless pieces of information, things that are so random sometimes and insignificant. However, um, when we think about the small details, those details add up to this great story of our life. And I love watching sometimes romantic comedies because you always see these meet cues, how people meet. And it's always amazing. It's like, okay, two people come into the store. They both reach up for the soap powder at the same time they lock eyes and boom now they're in love you know 
um, that's a part of the narrative, you know. Um, and when we feel like our lives need to make a shift, we're able to change some of those narratives. We're able to change how we see and how we view the world. I was just telling a friend recently um, who was saying every time he looks out his window, he, he hates what he sees, you know. And so I said, well, why don't you see it in a different way? See it in a way where when you look out the window, you see beauty. You see, wow, I live in this amazing country where there's, you know, all this desert and open space and land and, you know, see it in that way versus seeing it as doom and gloom, you know. So it's really all in how we see it. I think that we need to, for myself, I know I'm, I'm always speaking about me first and how I view things um, because this has been a very personal journey for me, this self-reflection journey and trying to be reflective on my past, but also wanting it to really affect change in my future. I don't want to keep running on the same wheel, um, the same cycle, repeating the same same mistakes of my past. You know, I really, in my heart, I, I want to start afresh. I want things, I want to learn from my mistakes. Um, I want to learn from my successes and I want to build on that. And I want to be better. And I think we all can be better. I think uh, the start of a new year is a great time to think about how can we rewrite our stories. It's a great time to look at the past, um, to decide some of the things that we want to change for our future. Often our stories are connected to events in our past, but they can be positive chapters. Um, For example, you can have healthy relationships. You can think about you know, the times that you had children and weddings or, you know, anything that was a positive story. You might have moved. You might have bought a new piece of furniture. You might have traveled somewhere. Those are great uh, stories that we can hold on to. And those are happy events and moments. They can bring more positivity. Um, they can give us a positive outlook and improve our overall self-esteem. However, however, when we have negative we have negative events, traumas, addictions, illness, a divorce, those things can impact our stories in such a negative way. And these are the things that leave us feeling isolated, depressed, anxious, sometimes suicidal. They can affect us in ways that are life-changing. And I've had to deal with a lot of those different issues. And during this pandemic, We see a lot of people experiencing a lot of this, a lot of stress, extreme depression, extreme feelings of isolation, and our mental health overall this past year has been in a traumatic state. And so a lot of that brings on a lot of challenging and painful uh, chapters in our life, things that we would never even dream of that we would have to encounter. But this has been our story for this past year. It's been the story of many, many people around the world. Um, And so going into 2020, we really, we don't want to feel powerless. We want to be strong. And we want to know that we can affect change in our own lives. We can see things for, you know, what they are. We can assess the past, right? We can reflect on it. And we can make changes 
towards a bright and positive future. I encourage you to start this year journaling if you haven't started already. Now is a great time, a great time to start journaling, to start putting down your thoughts on paper, thinking about how you see yourself in 2020. Where would you like to go? You know, where would you like to go emotionally, financially, spiritually? What are your goals and plans for the future? And I would also encourage you to stop and pray. And when you pray, wait, listen, give God some time to talk to you, right? Um, And when he does talk to you, write it down very plainly, exactly how you hear it. Don't change anything. Sometimes I think we overcomplicate uh, things and overcomplicate the visions and, and the inspiration that that the Holy Spirit gives us, right? We don't want to complicate it. We want to make it very simple. And that's something I would encourage everyone to do. I would also say that there are three steps I've been thinking about. What are some, some actual things that I can do, something that's practical to change the narrative, to change the story for 2020? I would say number one, assess who you are. That's something I've been thinking about. Who am I? Who, who, who's Donna? And what is this story I keep telling myself, right? The first step in rewriting your story is to assess who you are. How have you been feeling and behaving, right? What circumstances have impacted my life? I need to think about what is my story? And what would I like to change about it? How do I want, you know, people to view me? And how do I view myself? Take time to truly figure out who you are and what's missing, what you need to improve your life. What do you need for your future? What's going to bring happiness, peace, joy, fulfillment into your own life? Something that's going to make you feel like, wow, I can accomplish anything. You know, something that's going to really bring joy and peace for you. And a friend of mine kind of just said to me, Oh, when we're on social media, we're um, looking at other people's lives or putting images up so other people can like it. But then then she said, why don't we do things that we are going to like? You know, and I thought about that. What brings you joy? For me, what brings me joy? I just bought a kayak um, maybe a month ago, and that brings me so much joy. And let me tell you, I'm terrified of water. I'm terrified of water. I can't swim. I took swimming lessons and I could probably save myself. Maybe I could float my way to the top. But to be honest with you, I'm very scared of water. However, I've I've decided that I'm going to overcome that fear. And because kayaking brings me so much peace inside, it makes me feel that I can do anything. And just being on the ocean and being in the water um, in that environment, even though it's rocky, I still feel peace about, about being out there. And so that's the thing that brings me joy, right? Um, going to spin class also brings me joy. It helps me to release a lot of the feelings that I'm having. And it also helps to keep my body um, right, you know, um, and it helps my mind. So what are some things that you like, you know, that's going to bring you joy uh, in 2020? Those are some of the things that you want to assess in your future, right? And that can impact you. And that's something that's going to make you resilient and strong and rise above any challenges at any time. Because at any given time, things can happen. 
right? Triggers from our past can come up. Um, But what are some positive steps that you're going to put in place? And you have to be intentional about this. Things that you are going to actually put in place and do, right? Not just resolutions, but, but simple things that's going to bring you joy, okay? So number one is to assess who you are. Number two, identify what changes uh, you want to make, okay? So I actually write these things down. That's why journaling is so important because you can kind of go back to look and see some of the things, the areas in your life that you might need to improve on, okay? Begin the, to do the work, okay? That's the second step. Do the work. Um, when you do the work, you you will see change. I really, really believe that, right? You need to do the work in rewriting your story. And I have a friend who's an extremely intelligent person. She tries to balance out her life and family, but still, um, it takes time to really decide whether or not you're going to make yourself a priority or you're going to make everyone else a priority. And when we think about things that we might want to change, something as simple as I give her, you know, advice in terms of going to get your nails done, make that your routine, make that the thing that you're going to do for yourself, even though you have to take care of your family, right? These are small steps in identifying changes you want to make. You want to dedicate one hour to walking, one hour to listening to music, one hour to meditating, but something that's going to bring you joy, bring you peace and fulfillment. These are small steps that we can identify and make changes that can help us. I know that that helps me. I've I've already identified the things that I know that I need to make changes in places, areas in my life. I've written them down and I've decided, okay, so God, what are some small steps that I can take that's going to help me to grow in that area? What's going to bring me peace at this moment? And, and again, it can't be anything so ridiculous and so over the top that you can't achieve it. You know, it needs to be something very simple and extremely attainable. So I would encourage you to identify what changes you want to make. That's that's the second step. And enjoy the journey. Enjoy it. Because it is a journey, this life we're living. Find ways to en- enjoy your life. Whether it's having coffee with a friend, going for a bike ride, riding rollerblades for the first time and falling down, but get back up again, you know, um, taking your baby for a walk or to the park to play or, you know, blowing bubbles. I know this sounds ridiculous, but blowing bubbles gives me so much joy. I really love bubbles. I love bubbles. I, fireworks, forget about it. I go over the top of fireworks. I love fireworks. I don't know. It just brings so much joy and excitement to me. Um, my mom likes these things. You know, the things that come inside of the box when you buy something and you can pop it. It annoys me, but she loves this popper. It brings her so much joy to just sit there and pop these little plastic things. You know, just the sound of it, I guess, gives some type of um, feeling for her. Um, and, you know, something simple. Again, it doesn't have to be over the top. Um, But those small little steps, actionable steps, things that we can actually put into play and to practice will help make changes in our future. Number three, 
continue to revise who you are along the way. We can always make changes. Finally, in rewriting your story, take time, right? Take time out of, on a regular basis to remind yourself that you are worthy. You are beautiful. You are special. You are strong. You are intelligent. And you can always make steps to change your behaviors. The behavior of our past, the things that we've done in the past, they don't have to dictate our future. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we fall down. Sometimes we have a lapse in judgment. But that does not define who we are. Who are you? Who are you really? And write those things down. Make them very plain. Make a list of who you are. I had to do the exact same thing for myself not too long ago because I kept listening to this story that I was playing in my head or other people's story of who they thought I was versus who I actually am in Christ. And how does that align up with his story for my life? You know? So when we forget, um, you know, that we sometimes we forget we have power. We tend to, to get stuck sometimes in a rut. I call it a sunken place. And when I feel like I'm in that sunken place, I know that there, I can feel it, you know, and then I, I know that there are times when I'm going to have to do something aggressive to get myself out of it, whether it's listening to music, whether it's like forcing myself to go out and be amongst other people to just get myself out. I, I can feel that. And I think a lot of us do, but sometimes we just kind of drown in it, you know, I mean, let it, let it take us over, but we have to, in this coming year, push aside the sunken place. We have to rebuke anything that's going to keep us down. We have to rebuke anything that's going to take away our joy and our happiness and our peace. We must rebuke it on a daily basis because the enemy is real. Negative energy is real and those things are going to constantly be on the attack so every day we have to wake up with thanking god that's number one for waking us up for giving us a brand new mercy for giving us grace for loving us enough to choose us even when we don't necessarily deserve it you know and so that's the first thing we have to do is wake up with always a feeling of gratitude in your heart Like, wow, thank God I woke up today. Thank God I still have my peace, my mind today, the activities of my limbs today. Today is a great day. And go into it with that attitude, with that mindset. 2021 is going to be a great year. It's already starting off great because I'm still here. You know, and be bold about it. These are the things that we can change, changing how we speak to ourselves, speaking things into existence, thinking positive thoughts. This is how we revise, how we change, how we get better over time, right? Because no one person stays the same forever. When we remember that we do have the power within us, within our heart to change things, um, that can change the whole trajectory of your narrative. Right? It'll make you feel strong, hopeful, overall happier when we know that we have it in us. God has given us the power on the inside to make major changes and to revise 
our narrative and to change that story. So I encourage you to, these are the three steps again. Number one, assess who you are. Number two, identify what changes you want to make. And number three, continue to revise as you go along. There's no harm in changing how you view life. We all change how we see things. You know, when I was younger, I thought as a child. And as I got older, I put those childish things away. And my vision, my my ideas became different. How I view the world became different. And it's constantly changing. I'm constantly evolving and getting better. And I think we all can do that. And we can do it together. We can, we can encourage one another in this coming year to, to be the best version of yourself. I want to go into this year, not just for myself, but to also encourage others to, to tap into, you know, that power that's on the inside, because I know that we all have it and we can make changes through that. I know that without God for myself and having a spiritual connection to God, um, I can't really do a whole lot without that. I can't really do anything without him. I can't breathe without him. He is the main source of my functioning, of my being. And so I always want to acknowledge that, that the life that he's given me is precious and it's important. And it means something. And it has value. We all have great value within us. And I think we just need to tap into that power that's within us. And that's how we're going to, I'm going to make change in the future. I'm going to see my 2021 start off with a boom and it's going to end with the same thing. I, I feel real positive about this. You know, I feel, I feel good. I feel good going into 2020, 2021, excuse me, right? And I feel good about coming out of this. You know, it's been a it's been a hard year. Um, but thank God I'm still here. I'm still standing, even though it was rough, even though it it brought a lot of sadness. Um, but there have been moments of joy. It hasn't all been sad. You know, we take the bitter with the sweet. And so I just encourage you going into 2021 to think about these things. The scripture that I did have in mind was Habakkuk Habakkuk 2. And so I want to read that into your hearing. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. This is the NIV version. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and it will not prove false. Though it linger, that's my favorite part, though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Amen. Amen. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay. I think a lot of times we get so impatient and we don't want to wait, but there are some things in life that we have to wait on. We have to be patient. 
And we have to know. Um, and while we're waiting, what are you doing in the meantime? You know, have a positive outlook. Um, keep working on your craft or working on your brand or working on your spiritual growth, right? While you're waiting, keep moving. Life is not going to stop just because things aren't going our way. It, it keeps moving, whether you're moving with it or not. My father used to say that all the time. Whether you're doing something with, a, with the time you have or not, time is still moving. It's better to do something in the meantime while you're waiting. But the important part is to wait, to be patient, to understand that it's going to come. It will not prove false. That's what the Bible said. I didn't say that, right? So for the revelation awaits on an appointed time, meaning that there's a time and a season for everything. And that when that appointed time comes, it will not prove false. But we have to listen and we have to, um, my first lady said, surrender. We have, That's the first step is surrendering. Surrendering and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you. You have to be in, in that, I guess, that state of mind, you know, where you're willing to listen. Because sometimes we're not always willing to listen. I've heard that about myself, that we just kind of want to do things our own way. We don't want to listen. And we have to to be still. We have to listen in order to get the revelation, in order to hear the vision. And then once we hear it, write it down as plainly as possible so you can review the vision, you can keep it in your mind, you can take ownership of it, right? It belongs to you and know that it will come to pass. Believe, have faith. Even if it takes time, read it over and over, review it. Keep little post-it notes up. Write it down in your journal. Reflect on it. And God will bring it to pass. He's in the blessing business even now. Even now, when we when we are coming out of 2020 and it seems like it's been a you know a hard year, even now, God is still blessing us right this second and going into 2020 is not going to be any different god is still there he's already there as a matter of fact he's there waiting for us so how are we going to receive him when we get there right we need to be joyful and to change the narrative in order to do that you must assess who you are see what you want to change and and as you go along, make changes. You have the power to do that, to change the narrative. We all do. And I'm going to work on myself this year, my goals. I came up with my, I've been working on this project of coming up with the God Planner, which is a yearly planner um, to help you reflect on some of those things in your life from the past that you want to now make changes and change the narrative to project joy and happiness into your future. And thank God that it's finally done. It's finally done. So I'm going to definitely be sharing that with my family and friends. And, you know, I just, I hope that you are all encouraged by this message. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend or a family member. Um, especially coming into the new year. 
We don't want to keep making old resolutions that don't really mean anything, that are going to die down after, you know, a few weeks. We really want to reflect on our past um, so we can make changes in our future. We want to change a narrative and we can do it because we have the power. We have the power within us to do it. God has given us that power to do it. And so I encourage you to start journaling to start really reflecting on who you are and where you want to be. Again, thank you so much for just taking this journey, this walk in life with me. You know, I say it all the time. We're in this thing together to encourage each other. And these podcasts that I do, I mean, it's really like therapy for me because I'm, I'm able to share my heart with you. Um, in a way that I haven't really been able to do before. Um, being able to, to speak out my thoughts and my feelings um, is very therapeutic. 